0: it's monday night it's sweep the league night and we're back and we're, we're back better than ever because today we actually launched the logos the the logos the four logos the original sweep the league logo sweep the league radio show sweep the league podcast and sweep the league sports talk all that is coming soon to the merch store and I, i've got to go with the cool kids because all the all I have surrounded with me here at sweep the league are you know, cool young kids. So I got to stay hip. So it's not merchandising as you know, yogurt said in space balls, it's merch. You have to, you have to cut it down. So it's strictly merch. The merch will be coming up, but this is sweep the league. I'm joined tonight by the rock himself stats is here. Shamaya on the beats is on the way he'll be here pretty soon. And back as always, she, she had mommy duty for a while there, but the damn Cowboys pissed her off so much that she said, (laughs) I am going to be there. My husband is on daddy duties. He's taking care of everything because I got a lot to get off tonight. Candace, you're back.
1: I did, you know, and I thought maybe, maybe it's because, um, it, you know i had mentioned to you last week um even though i was on the show but we had talked before and i was like maybe it's like some good luck that i haven't been on the show because the cowboys have been winning right well really mm-hmm. that's not the case so i'm back y'all do you blame
0: cooper <laughs> rush for last night's loss
1: um i don't know i don't know uh i feel like there was a lot going on um i i will say philadelphia had a hell of a team mm-hmm. um so you know kudos to them um like you know. I discussed earlier. I feel like you know there's always next game, but I think there was a lot of factors. Um, You know, with uh, uh, guy, what's his name, Noah, Noah got, Yes, that that call. You know, it was, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful catch. Unfortunately, didn't it didn't count. But you know, it is what it is, and there's always next week.
0: You, you know, the the cool thing about it is the Cowboys are what they're four and one or four and two now. Is that what it is? I believe. I believe Orange, so. Yes, they're four and two. Okay. So the Falcons are three and three now. How, how quickly we are rising up the ranks of the NFL lure here. And I just want to say shout out to the Dirty Birds because unlike the Cowboys and unlike the Buccaneers, they got it done yesterday. They came through in the clutch and they won their game. We're not gonna. We're gonna spend a little time with the Bucks because so I gotta get Mark's opinion on that. Shout out to the Falcons, the Dirty Birds themselves. Were the winners. The Detroit Lions were also the winners because they were on a bye, so they didn't win, they didn't lose, they didn't do anything except enjoy the week off. They come back next week against the Dallas Cowboys. We're gonna preview that here in just a little bit. But first and foremost, guys, tonight huge show on Facebook. D. Gurvin, Big Mo, welcome. NBA writer Peter Vesey that show is actually going on as we are on the air that's why Derek's not here they're interviewing Peter Vesey tonight that's the D Gerben Big Mo show on Facebook Derek's got to be proud because I keep getting that right now and it's right in front of me so I always mess it up Baller Boys podcast you know stats and Shamir. they've got you going in all over there Shamir on the beach radio I am refocus radio I am refocus radio they just got done doing an interview with Dean Kane. Superman himself, actually one of the Superman, but the Lois and Clark version of Superman, Dean Kane himself, the latest guy to be interviewed on. I am refocused radio. All right, guys, we're, we're going to get into this cowboy talk here because this is probably the most popular thing going on right now. We're going to we're going to come in hot like a Draymond Green punch to the eye. Is the debate over? No more Dak is this. No more Cooper is this. No more of that. You guys are cowboy fans. Rock and Candice, this is y'all's platform. Because is the, the debate's obviously over. I, I like Cooper Rush, but I've always said Dak is more talented, all this other stuff. Does this put to bed? Because I got a conspiracy question for you guys. I got something cooking up in the background here. But I want to know, is this debate over? Is it Dak 100% Cooper goes back to the practice squad type stuff?
1: I feel like for Dak, I think this was kind of a sigh of relief for him. Um, you know, I felt like, you know, when you break that streak, I think I think at first maybe he was a little nervous um, of where this was going to lead to. But after last night, you know, I think he's like, all right, all right, I'm back in the game, you know, type of thing. Um But I think, I mean, I think they're both phenomenal players. Um, I love the teamwork that they have. You know, I don't, going back to 2016, it's funny because I always tweet about it and people are like, oh, 2016 again. Um, But, you know, I think about the relationship that Cooper and, Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott have, you know, it's like, that. it's a very brotherly relationship where I think about with Tony Romo and Dak, I never really saw that. And, um, so I, I like it. I think it's like a brotherhood they have, like an unspoken brotherhood. Um, and maybe it's, you know, I feel like we just hyped it up that they were just, uh, you know, Dak was threatened by him and maybe at the end of the day, it's just like, he's just cheering on his brother, you know, making sure that, um, they get the team to those wins.
0: Yeah, I think so. I really did think so. I mean, you, you got to cheer on it. Yeah. You know what? Cooper did it. Cooper did his job. He did his job. He got you, you know, the wins that you needed to win the Philadelphia Eagles, we can't lie; they're probably the best team in the NFC, <laughs> hands down. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you really lost to the best team in the NFC right now. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is probably second in the NFC, I would say, as the best team. Even, even that, I'm mean, real iffy. I think the, I think there's a big gap in between Philadelphia and Minnesota. I really do, and. I, I think right now Philly is just that team. So seeing Cooper struggle last night, seeing the Cowboys lose, wasn't really a surprise to me. But Rock, I'm gonna drop this conspiracy theory on you. I'm gonna just totally drop it on you, Rock. And I, I know Stats may even want to jump in here too because Stats loves the the conspiracy stuff. But I I saw Cowboy fandom last night saying that this was all planned. Cooper was going to look bad. The coaches were going to put him in situations where it would not make him look good. And I even tweeted out, I said, is anybody kind of scratching their heads about this play calling from Dallas? This was way before Cooper, you know, was really, really struggling. this was, yeah, they were, I don't think they scored a point yet, but to me, the play calling just didn't seem like it had been the previous weeks Cooper was starting. So is this something that maybe Cowboy fandom really looked at and maybe caught on to something?
2: Not necessarily, because, I mean, if you're going to go into the mindset of that you're trying to put your quarterback in a situation to lose, then you're just setting up for failure and you're not building that team culture. You know, the play calling was a little bit weird and wonky to start off the game. But also, I mean, maybe in a sense that Moore was trying different things because he knows, you know, like you said, Philly's a good team. They have, you know, elite defense, and you saw it last night, and they have a high-powered offense. You know, the first drive, you really didn't see Cooper do anything. In the first next couple drives, he didn't really do anything. They didn't get their offense rolling to the second half. But I think in a sense that if Cooper had won, it it wouldn't necessarily put pressure pressure on Dak itself. I think the media would have, would have just magnified. You know, should should they leave in Cooper? You know, we all know that Dak is a way better quarterback. But I think last night's showing just showed that. It I think their loss showed that they can keep with the Eagles even with Rush in, but even though the Eagles are top of the NFC, I'm not buying that they're the best team relatively because they didn't really show me anything that made th- that made it to a big win. Yeah, Dallas lost, and obviously the record shows that they that Philly won. But Philly didn't really scare me last night. I don't know. I'm on the I'm on that wagon that Philly was just like they got handed that, that that win itself. I mean, they got put in good field position from Hooper's interceptions. And they only had one true drive, so I'm not buying the Philly hype. Really, you're not? No, I mean, because you still got to worry about the 49ers of the road, who have a way better defense. And if Jimmy G is going to keep playing like how he was, you know, and they move the ball, then so be it. These are the Bucks. Even though they showed up, they just shit the bed last night. Uh, yesterday, the Bucks are still the Bucks, and the, and then the Rams still are are reigning Super Bowl champions. I just I'm not really buying the Philly hype. I mean, Jalen Hurts only had 155 yards and two touchdowns, were which were dink and dunk touchdowns. I mean, oh, yeah. of, I mean, of course. I, when you get a pick, you're obviously wanting to capitalize on, on on turnovers. There's no doubt about that. But I'm just not buying the Philly hype around it. I mean, it's still early in the year, and if you look at the schedule, they really haven't played anyone.
0: Well, okay, so Dallas's defense was was top ranked.
2: Yeah, but I mean, Dallas's defense was tired last night because their offense couldn't really do anything. I mean, after a while you know, you're going to get tired eventually. And they got killed on the RPOs, which Micah pointed out after the game. And they knew coming in that they are going to get RPO to death. But, I mean, if you're playing more snaps and more reps, you're eventually going to give up points. And coming in, I knew Dallas had a, had a shitty run defense. and It's been obvious. That's one of the biggest flaws. And they almost actually had a takeaway. You saw Micah, you know, get that almost that pitch stitch essentially. But the, the whole team just made a lot of critical mistakes that put them in a hole and they just couldn't get it back. Hmm.
0: You know that to me, that's I, I'm not going to say that's controversial, but that's kind of mind boggling to me that you're saying that Philly's not the best team in the NFC. Cause...
2: I, I mean, cause, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I mean, think no, about it. Fine. So, like, so they they didn't drive, the, you know, first two drives, if, if I'm correct, you know, and then so they get they get down in the red zone and it's still zero zero and they're fourth down, you know, the hard cap the hard cap's coming. If Dante Fowler doesn't commit that, that's three points. And then if Cooper doesn't throw those picks, you could be talking about a different game. I mean, Dallas got close and going to three, but eventually, like I said, the Dallas defense was tired and they gave up that long drive. That was Philly's first true drive. But when you saw the Cowboys come out, they looked like a new team and they ran the ball down the Philly's throat in which Philly is known to stop the run. And yeah. that's why I'm not really scared of them. Because how are you going to let an old man Zeke run run down the ball? I understand Pollard had his, had his runs, but you let Zeke kill you and this guy's old as hell. But hasn't like, Zeke
0: owned the Eagles,
2: though? Yeah, He's exactly. Gone, but I just feel like with Dak, they're in a better position. You know, yeah, I mean, even if you can say that they're close relatively to him and Rush, you know, talent-wise, I just feel like Dak would have been in a better position because, I mean, Rush just feel like he was getting forced. And, yeah, he was getting put in three situations by the coach and stuff.
0: All right. I mean, you... You'll make a case for it. I I still say Philly's the better team in the NFC. I mean, yeah, I get the uh, I get the Bucks. I get the Rams. The Rams are just shit. I mean, we're not going to sugarcoat anything. They they haven't shown anything all season. They're three and three. Uh, yeah, they're three and three, and I'm I'm still trying to figure out how they're three and three. They have looked horrible the entire year. I mean, Minnesota. I will say, okay, Minnesota. Maybe I, I can't really buy the Giants hype just yet. Because they're, I'm waiting for Danny Dimes to really screw it up somewhere. Technically, he hasn't. I mean, he's been a really good game manager and they've won games. Minnesota, I still don't buy. Green Bay, I don't know what to make out of it. Tampa Bay is another one. I don't know what to make out of it in the NFC. I really don't. Stats, Tampa Bay is your team. I mean, they go in and they, you know, shut the bet against the Steelers of all teams who they don't even know who their quarterback is. And, I I thought if anything, this would be the game to get Tampa Bay going, but that just didn't happen yesterday.
3: Yeah. I mean, just Pittsburgh Steelers always tend to play pretty tough defense at home too. You know, they were going to, they were going to go out there and show up in front of their fans, pressure Brady, the Buccaneers offensive line hasn't been as good as it normally was in recent years. A lot of guys just they just lost a lot of guys off of that line. Uh, of course, there's no Gronk there. I think that's still haunting them. They don't have a like a pretty go to tight end that Brady can rely on and trust on right there in the middle of the field. So it puts more pressure on, you know, Godwin and Evans to go out there and kind of outmaneuver their corners that are assigned to them. And just more pressure in general on Brady to have to find a, like a seam for him to get the ball to those guys. Um, but, I mean, if there is one bright side, there, there's a couple of things. I mean, we all knew the Buccaneers defense is is up there in the top five, but uh, Leonard Fournette is finally waking up, and they really – to me, that's the most important piece on that offense. They need Leonard Fournette to get going. They need him to be that workhorse. They started using him more in the pass game, uh, which he he's proven that he can catch the ball really well. Um, so they need to start utilizing him, and he needs to be the focal point of the offense because Brady can't be throwing the ball like – 40 times a game, like every single game. And then you're going to be going up against tough defenses, like the Steelers at home uh, who are always resilient. So, um, yeah, but you know, you say the Steelers, they haven't looked very impressive, but you know, the real question I have here uh, regarding the NFC, AFC is a different story. The NFC, it almost feels like no one really wants to win it. Like every team, (laughs) every team just seems to find a way to kind of shy away from its potential. Um, the Eagles look the best so far, I think, but it's really weird. Like the, like the Niners, like Kittle hasn't been the same, um, on the Niners. Like he's done almost nothing this season. Um, you know, the Eagles that they've just looked the most impressive, but the whole NFC just hasn't really, I don't know what it is. And I'll tell you what, had the Packers kept Devontae Adams on that team, they would be the best team in the NFC right now.
0: They would be the number one seed. Can you um, imagine Devontae? I mean, Devontae's in a world of shit, man. I mean, oh, yeah. good God. I mean, you're right. If he stays in
3: Green Bay? Oh, hands down. They would be the number one team in the <sighs> NFC right now, without question. That defense is elite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because uh, this Packers organization does get scrutiny for not really building a rod, a support system. But if you look closely, they have done a fantastic job of just constantly constantly reloading their pieces especially on defense. Their defense always seems to be, like, a top-10 defense. Other uh, lines always seem to be decent, and they're, like, you know, pretty solid. Um, but I think that that not bringing back Devontae Adams is really haunting them right now.
0: Yeah, it is, man. Not only that, I mean... Uh, pushing a cameraman that's what we're gonna get into that too because we got a lot of we got a lot of controversial oh stuff to get into in this episode of sweep the league we're gonna get into pushing cameramen because uh, we've got some media moguls here that are with us and candace and rock so got to get their uh insight on that but you're right man you know rock puts it in the chat we just had to preach that's because you're right nobody in the nfc wants to win it seems like you know what the new york jets are a top three team in the nfc right now
2: hell yeah go Jets baby J-E-T-S Jets Jets Jets
0: they are a top three team in the NFC that is mind-blowing right there the Jets I mean shoot the Jets are a game out of first they're a game out of having the best record in the AFC let that sink in
2: hell yeah I'm surprised at the NFL this year honestly it's kind of weird I don't know if y'all if y'all think so it's just been like no one like, even no one wants to win the AFC. The only two team wins are the Bills and the Chiefs.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the NFC's really screwed me, you know, fantasy wise, because a lot of my players are in the NFC and oh, they just suck, man. I mean, I'm really, I'm actually devastated by fantasy football this year. I've, I've won so many leagues and I've done great every year except this year. And I just, I think I'm retiring at the end of this year. It's, I'm past my prime. I'm going to go out, you know. Uh, you know, just I'm going to go out Antonio Brown style. I'm just going to rip the shirt off and just run around the field and say goodbye to everybody. That's exactly the way i want to go. And not Antonio Brown in the swimming pool. We're not going to bring that up because I'm glad Candace wasn't here for the show like two weeks ago where you guys were talking about donuts and that <laughs> that whole debacle. Candace, I'm glad you were not here for that because that was that was definitely a show where I think you would have probably put your two weeks in.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like I missed out now. <laughs>
0: um, it, you know, it, it, you probably did feel like you missed out and you might have, but it was a show. <laughs> it was a very off the rails type show. And Ooh, I mean, have you ever they're... been to Voodoo Donut, Donuts?
1: No, but I've heard of it. The one in Round Rock?
0: Yeah, that was what yeah. we're talking about, right, Rock?
2: There was one in Round Rock, but I was talking about the one on 6th Street. So that's the one I went to. Oh, Okay, on Fifth Street.
0: Well, yeah, Rock went to Voodoo Donuts and it got very X-rated, so we'll, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. For those of you that don't know, the Voodoo Donuts episode was a few weeks back, so be sure to get it on podcast. Go back and listen to it. It's uh, Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get reported on that one. Thanks, Rock. <laughs> I'm really surprised we didn't get reported on that. I need to get with stats <laughs> later on over that kind of
3: stuff. Uh, don't worry. I, I label all of our shows explicit.
0: Yeah, they all are. So, Candace, yeah. don't let your little boy listen to it. Not yet. <laughs> Not quite yet. He doesn't. You don't want him to know that mommy's cussing on air or anything like that. <laughs> um, No, but, you know. And You're right. NFC, AFC, all that stuff. It's up for grabs this year in the NFL. The Buffalo Bills are pretty much the clear cut favorites in the NFL right now. I think we can all agree that the Buffalo Bills are that team to beat. And Rock himself said Josh Allen is that guy. What do you got, Stats?
3: Yeah, hey, I, I gotta say though, uh Pat Mahomes, I mean both both Mahomes and Allen look really good. And uh, of course Allen got the huge win in Arrowhead, but uh I gotta give props to Mahomes, man. I think he might be the best quarterback in the whole league mm-hmm. right now. With what really? that guy yeah, with what he's able to do with this squad, like what he's just got Travis Kelsey on the offense, like mm-hmm. that's it. That's insane. Like Josh Allen's offense is loaded. I love Josh Allen, but he's got Gabe Davis, he's got Stephon Diggs, he's got Dawson Knox. Uh, I mean, geez, he even has Isaiah McKenzie. Like they have like guys who are like all solid at the receiving end. But like, who's Pat Mahomes throwing to? Like washed up Juju. Uh,
0: I can't, I can't <laughs> even.
3: Washed up. I don't know. Like I can't. Like who else is on that team outside of Kelsey that he's throwing to? Marquez Valdez cantley Oh God. The, oh, the guy God. who has like
0: one good game a season. I mean, come on. Like you know that guy's name is like longer than it, like letter wise more than my name combined. First and last. I mean, that's a lot of letters. Can you spell Marquez Valdez Cantley right now? How long will it take
2: you? I don't think anyone can here. I mean maybe Candace can. I feel like Candace is good spelling <laughs> over here.
1: <laughs> I mean, not even that. <laughs> that's you tough.
2: Could, like you can't get
3: Marquez <laughs> Valdez Cantley. Like oh, it yeah. sounds like a creative player, like a made up. Like, is this is this a real player in the NFL? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. It does sound like you know like what? Real. You know what? Let's let's do a segment like that some at some point, Rudy. Let's do like a game where like I'll just throw out some random names and you guys have to decide if they're actual like players in the NFL or if they're just made up.
0: <laughs> wow. Wasn't there a there was a basketball player on uh Wembayama's team? And I oh. I thought I thought they were oh no. Ho fat, right? No oh sorry. no! <laughs> the name was was Ho you fat. Ho you fat. <laughs> Literally spelled Ho H O U Y O U fat F A T. And I thought you've got to be kidding me. There, there's no way. I want to wear his jersey. So this bad. guy's last name, or entire name, is Ho u fat. And sure enough, that's his real name. How, uh, Candice? You 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 were, you recently had you know. Sh- a child, for, compared to all of us, I have a nine-year-old and Rock yeah. has a kid that we don't even know about. Stats, yeah, yeah. stats we don't know about stats. Stats may be, you know, father of 15. We just don't know. But we know for a fact that your child is younger than mine. So w- did you have a problem picking the name for your son? I mean, it just seems like you're going in the delivery room, the baby's coming. What do you want to name your son? You know what? You look like a hoe, you fat. <laughs> like, how does this work?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm more, I like to go the traditional route. So my son's name is David, which is super traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's parents that name their children after States, um, I don't, I don't know if that's maybe like con- a conception thing that they just attached to that state for some reason. Um, or like, uh, States, yeah, really? I, I, <laughs> I don't know, but it, it's like, it's, there's some names that I'm like, oh, that, that would, like, I don't know. There was a lot of creativity behind that name. Um, and then some names I don't even know how to pronounce. I'm like, what is the correct um, pronunciation of this? Because it's, it's spelled differently um So it's another thing. It's like they might use a traditional name, but then they spell it differently to where it looks funky, and you're like, "Is that a misspelling?" And it's like but you don't want to be rude, right? You're like, you know, oh, did you? Is that miss uh, like a misspelling? <laughs>
3: is that misspelled? <laughs> like, like no one can say, no one can say <laughs> Favre's name like at all yeah. at the Favre. beginning of his career. Favre. 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 <laughs> Favre.
0: Well, you, I mean, she's right. Okay, so I guess as a parent, me, my my wife is. She, you can say she gets kind of embarrassed because a lot of times I'll just say something, especially if I'm liquored up, I'm just gonna say it or ask it because I don't know what the hell I'm saying but if if you got a name like do you normally say, "Oh, that's a pretty name, but in the back of your mind, and deep down inside, you're like, "What in the fuck is that
1: one hundred percent that's my name. Is, okay,
0: so I'm not the only <laughs> one I'm not the
2: you. only one that you know gets a weird name, and you're like okay
1: cool
2: yeah <laughs> one time when i was, when I was working at hdb there's this co-worker and she was like i she's introducing herself she's like hi my name is china and i was like china I, like, <laughs> in my head i was like oh nice to meet you and i could i thought she was lying and i look at the i look at her name her name is actually china and it's spelled like that and i was like why would you name her kid china well, it's just a random thing
0: and like candace said i've never now y'all may have had now okay i get it there are some states you know i mean kids that are named after their states i'm sure but I've honestly, I can really say I don't think I've ever met Georgia. No, no, not Georgia.
3: Brock, Brock, can you name your kid Texas so we can call him Texas Garza Jr.? <laughs> Texas
0: Garza Jr. <laughs> I, was I mean, literally, like, I, okay, so I'm gonna, I have a boy. Oh, you know, what are you gonna name him? Oh, you know, he looks like a Rhode Island. <laughs> he looks, God, he looks like South. Well, he look, you know, we're gonna call it, his middle name's gonna be Dakota. I just don't know if it's gonna be okay, north or south. Yeah, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm debating on that first part. N- Nebraska Compost Junior. Ne- Nebraska Compost Junior. N C J. Now, now you got to go for the initials. I mean, mm-hmm. the initials got to go. But I don't. I mean, I, I I don't get baby names at all. Sometimes I really don't. To me, I guess it's more of the the hispanic or the uh, the true culebra and general McMullen west side of me that says hey if i have a son you know what sorry for you but you're gonna use my last name why you're gonna use my first and last name so if i'm rudy compost junior you're gonna be rudy Campos the third easy for me to spell i don't have to remember how to spell your damn name it's all in line i just got to change the last few digits that's it that's the way it works for me now if it was up to my daughter i would probably have said we're gonna change one letter and that's a b DMB so you'll be Ruby Jr. but I didn't have a say in that so that's, um, that's neither here or there but I'm glad we're getting into baby names because apparently Candace made a comment in the uh, text messages about a baby named Brady Tom Brady <laughs> and she said that now I needed uh, this is another name is it G-Cell is it e how do we pronounce this
1: G- Giselle, Giselle,
3: right? Giselle. Yeah, so I've
0: been. Yeah, Giselle. Yeah. So Giselle, I yeah, okay. yeah. so nice, again, I have to pronounce it right. I don't want to get sued over here for this. Makes like <laughs> 90 billion dollars. candace said that she is worth double what Tom Brady is.
1: Correct, or almost as double because apparently Tom Brady's um net worth, I believe from the latest numbers, is 250 million. While she's at 400 million.
0: <laughs> So, Tom Brady Brady's only worth $250 million?
1: Yeah, and that's with endorsements.
0: What? The, yep. the greatest quarterback in football history is only worth $250 million.
1: And he just lost to one of the worst teams in the NFL.
0: Man, Hell of a that's... For Tom Brady stats she is getting both of your boys down below with that kick yeah well hey i want
3: to i want to present this question to you because i do like brady and you know it's it's a weird history with me because i've been a long time bills fan so brady's always been the bill killer yeah Um, so it's a strange kind of thing that i've journey i've had with brady over the years but um i want to present this question to you because it looks like um his talent got sucked out like in space jam (laughs) <laughs> um, he just, he's kind of looked like a shell of himself we gotta
0: keep it somewhat family oriented wherever you're going with this
3: uh, trust me it is it, it's family oriented but it's a real question and I'm just curious because so he's he and the whole media world says he's gonna retire right and <clears throat> everyone assumes he's gonna retire he doesn't actually come out and say it though and then he because the whole media world came out and all the public thinks he retired he's mm-hmm. like wait a minute I didn't actually retire But do you think he just came back just to prove just to show everyone that, hey, y'all were wrong in your assumption. I didn't actually retire. And now he's completely like regretting that. And he's just kind of playing on fumes.
0: I think that's the reason why the divorce is happening, to be honest. And we're not I'm not even joking around. I think he already made the decision to retire. I think that last season, you know, didn't go in as didn't go as planned. The competitor in him came out. And he was like, I'm going to go back. I'm going to do this. And Giselle was like, F you, you're staying home. I've been taking care of the kids. I'm doing all this. It's my turn to go do this. And let's be real. She probably gave up a lot of time in her career for it too. So I think she was banking on, you know what? Being a family, no more traveling for Tom, no more deflate gate, no more BS, whatever. And when he reneged on it, I think it pissed her off. And that's why they're going down this. But his talent being sucked out. Oh, yeah, dude, I agree. Brady's not Brady this year. Brady's definitely not Brady. And I know the divorce has a lot to do with it.
3: Yeah. And I think that's a good, that's a good point there because he looks miserable. He does. Like, if you just see him play, like he's com- like you mentioned about you know him complaining about the hits, and don't get me wrong, quarterbacks complain about stuff, but it- you just see it on his face. He's just frustrated. He's tired. He looks like he regrets the decision to
0: come back. He lost um, a lot of weight. Yeah, he did. Um, he looks like the male version of Joan Rivers. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> he really does. He looks bad. There
1: was a, a TikTok that I saw that said Tom Brady is literally all of us walking into work now.
0: Yes. Oh yes, that is so accurate. We need that TikTok. We need to post that TikTok. That is so true. I mean, the guy is miserable. So miserable. Now, Candace loves working. Rock loves working. Stas loves working. Me, I I work. I'm not gonna say I love work. I work, but I get that. I really feel that when Candace said it right now, I really feel Tom Brady is just he's miserable going into work. He why not just walk away right now? Who cares? exactly he has nothing else to prove
3: but but that's the thing rudy because he doesn't want to like i think he wants to but he's telling himself no that's a sign of weakness if i come out here the media will slay me if i do that i think i think it's just he's 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 playing his own worst enemy right now he's playing his own mental game that's keeping him playing and unfortunately it's just making him more miserable because i think he wants to leave i think he's just he's done with this he wants to retire um you can tell he doesn't look like he's having fun anymore with the game He's mm. just kind of going out there, and it's a shame too because the Buccaneers have still they still have an elite defense. It's not like this team is full of scrubs. They're you tied know? with
0: the Falcons, man. Come on, yeah, they're tied with the Falcons. Yeah. I, uh,
3: they're it's not perfect. It's not close. to <laughs> – You know, they're not they're they're not what they were. We'll put it that way. And Tom is one of those reasons, unfortunately. But he just looks miserable, man. He doesn't look like he's having fun with the game anymore.
0: Well, I gotta ask Candice now. Did you did you want to go off on a little rant with yourself here and? Put Brady in his I place.
1: I just want to say that she should feel so empowered knowing that she is worth more than her husband, who is considered the GOAT in the NFL. And I think that's just being awesome. Not only is she a working mom, she's just a queen. And that's it. <laughs> there
0: you go. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna second that with Candace because I don't my personal life is my personal life. I don't care if I share my personal life. I really don't, but my wife makes a lot more than I do. <laughs> and you know what? I'm proud of it. If she tells me, honey, you're not going to work anymore. You're going to be a stay at home dad. I'm going to ask her, where do you put the broom in the apron? I will be <laughs> glad and stay be a stay at home dad. No problem at all. That is no problem at all for me. So I, I agree. I mean, she should feel, I mean, you know what? She has a right to say what she wants to in that marriage. I mean, to me, I guess I'm more traditional, and it's if, you know what, if you make more money than I do, then you've got a little bit more say than I do. I can't really say much about it. I know it's marriage, fifty-fifty, 50-50 and all, but for me, it's like, if, you know, yes, dear, yes, dear. Now, if I make a little bit more than her, it's like, yes, 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 dear. Yes, 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 dear. Yes. I have a little bit more of a say, but now I don't. So, I mean, to me, it doesn't. <laughs> it's whatever. It doesn't matter to me. This is Sweep the League podcast. All the boys podcast. I'm refocused radio. Smile on the beats. Shamaya on the beat. Internet radio. D. Gervin Big Mo show. All the great, great podcasts and shows from sweep the league network. I, I got to get into, we're going to talk Spurs. Just, I have one question for the Spurs for you guys. And then we're going to move on. Cause I got other stuff. I want to cover with you guys. Spurs are pegged. I think it was 23 wins on the year. Just give me a. Plus or minus, do you think they go over or do you think they go under that or is 23 wins fair? I'll start first. 23 wins. It's going to be there below for me. I mean, I don't see them winning much more. They're going to be competitive, but eventually talent will outplay them and they're going to get, you know, bested on, on the court majority of the nights. So 23 wins is pretty legit. Uh, they'll probably be one of the worst teams in the league, and I'm pretty much here for it. I mean, whatever. It's a Spurs season. Just enjoy it while it lasts, and that's it. Candace, what do you got? Is it above twenty three? Twenty three, good. Below twenty two. I know you're a Cowboy fan. you are used <laughs> to disappointment, so get ready for the Spurs season. What do you got?
1: I say, I think twenty three is a fair number. Um, you know, win or lose, again, same with the Cowboys. Like, i always be a Spurs fan. So. Um, I think this is just a year to kind of just build momentum and, you know, build, build the team back up and, um, you know, why not, you know, and like I said, again, I'm the optimist here. There's always next year. There's always a the next game. There's it's no, it's never ending and fans will always be there no matter what.
2: There you go. Come on, rock. What do you got, man? Well, I'm going to be the devil's advocate and I'm going to say they're going to go a little bit over just like kind of, you'll have those games where they're not really supposed to win and they win it. It's just the Spurs. And you know, and you have Pop still at the helm, but I think it's probably gonna be around like twenty six to like a twenty eight range. I, it, you know, I want them to suck, and I want them to go for women, or Scoot. But I really hope we just see a youth grow before our eyes. I, I, I was really encouraged what Pop said today about Shohan, about how he's going to give him basically the green light just to let him grow and make, let him make his mistakes. And that's really encouraging to see. Because, I mean, if if we get to see some young guys play a lot of minutes, I mean, obviously they, they're going and play a lot of minutes because all they have, it'll be something we haven't seen in a while. Because, you know, compared to they go to the G League most of the time, you never saw those guys. But then again, that was a different team when we were contending or making the playoffs. So it's just something new, and I'm excited for it. All right, stats. You're
0: on the you're under a clock here. Uh,
3: I'm gonna go under. So, Rudy, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with you on that one. But, uh, like Rock, you brought up a really good point with this, though, because uh, Pop said, you know, he's gonna let these guys play. He's gonna let them grow, and these guys got to make mistakes. And the thing is, with like the media, especially in commentators, that they, they like to get on these younger, especially younger athletes for making mistakes, and they kind of sometimes they'll get roasted on like you know certain like media outlets or whatnot but people have to understand like these guys got to make mistakes to grow to get better as players both on and off the floor you know like with the mindset and with their skills now is the time to let those young guys go out there and make those mistakes and what they're the spurs aren't contending anytime soon so why not let these guys get the problems out of their system and let coach pop do his thing and help them grow to their fullest potential
0: you know. Yeah, I think so. I mean, is there any possibility this team wins 30 games? I mean, at all? Is there? Is there any possibility? You don't think so? Uh, if, they, if they played uh, the Lakers
2: every game. <laughs>
0: Jeez. <laughs> I don't know about that, but...
2: I you know, you, you mentioned Lakers. I, I had a kind of a debate with my friend. Do y'all see the Lakers being a, a, one of the top teams or, or maybe like a borderline play in team? I said maybe like a seven or eight, but my friend's really like confident that they're going to be a play in team or not even make the playoffs.
0: I don't have them in the top 10 in the league. Like, period. They'll probably right now, I have the Lakers as a maybe fifth or sixth seed in the West. And I think that's giving them too much credit i don't buy i don't buy any of the lakers hype i mean yeah lebron's lebron ad's ad russ is russ i mean you and don't don't buy the bullshit about russ saying well that's my that's my tradition i've always done that yeah no dude you you don't want to be a part of that team you clearly don't want to be a part of that team if if you're gonna i mean you're making it so obvious if you don't want to be there just ask for your release. You know somebody's gonna pick you up. But I don't buy the Lakers hype at all. I don't have them, mm-hmm. like I said, fit at the highest. I expect them to be one of the the play-in teams like fighting for that last play-in spot. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I have the Lakers as. I don't know what you guys are it's a, thinking. It's the Clippers time, baby. But yeah, Clippers are one of the best mm-hmm. teams in the league. They're mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Yeah.
3: I see, I see the Lakers as a 5 or a 6 seed, too, and that's mainly just because the team's going to have LeBron in AD. So, you know, with that, it's just, just that star power enough. It's like, okay, they got to get him somewhere.
0: So, speaking of star power, I want to get into a star power, star power mention here, but before, I can't Lake go without a Lakers pick here. I got to hear, Lake Candace says, Lakers pick here because – I want to know if Candace actually thinks the Lakers are gonna be good. Or maybe not. Are they gonna to be top ten? What do you think, Candace? I can't let you go without a Lakers pick because we got <laughs> the Lakers here too. Um I'll
1: I'll say I'll say top ten. I'll even go specific as even saying seven. All right.
0: Yeah. I'm down with seven. Seven's good. <laughs> So I said star power. And December 3rd, we should be, and I'm saying should be, I haven't confirmed it yet, but we should be at the next TMB boxing event, Lights Out. You want to talk about main event. As of right now, San Francisco 49er, former San Francisco 49er, Frank Gore, is going to be fighting in that main event. Now, there's also speculations of, Certain high profile rappers, certain high profile athletes are already reserving their tables for the TMB event on December 3rd. This is going to be at the Freeman Coliseum. So hopefully, we'll be able to be in there. Co headlining the event is Rick El Castigo Medina, who's also a world champion. I mean, this event's going to be major, major, big. A couple of the fighters that we've talked to before, uh, Ruru uh, Silva is going to be there. Sylvester Quinonez will be there. Uh, Henry Worldstar Arredondo is supposed to be fighting. Corey K is going to be there. A lot of these guys that we've talked about before are going to be fighting. We're going to be providing some coverage for that again. December 3rd, TMB Promotion presents Lights Out. Frank Gore is going to be that main event. So that's going to be fun and interesting. That's a star power. It's going to be coming out in December for Sweep the League uh, Network. So I, I know we got Sweeper Keep coming up. But I got to tell you guys a story here. So about a week ago, me and my wife were eating dinner at a Longhorn Steakhouse. And yeah, must have been good because I finally couldn't afford, you know, steak for dinner one night now. So I had to work some overtime, that 30 hours of overtime. And my Challenger, my Challenger keys got stolen. You realize how much one damn key fob is? When your keys get jacked. Can I give y'all guys one guess? See if y'all know. For a challenger.
2: Dude, those are expensive. Those are probably north of $800, I think.
0: Alright, so we got rocking at $800. This is like the price is right. Who we got most. <laughs> yeah, stats or Candice. Uh, Candice, you got it?
1: I'm uh... Thinking, not that I'm Googling or anything, I promise.
0: (laughs) I already hear the clicking. Right? She's just typing really fast. She's like, I swear I'm not. No, I'm going to say 400. 400? Yeah. Stats? Price is right, man. I'm going to go 300. All right. So the actual retail price without going over is $360. Stats wins. Oh my gosh. So $360. Now, if you go by close, Candace wins, but without going Mm -hmm. over stats wins. So, man, one of y'all said a dollar. That would have been probably good too. (laughs)
2: Um, Yeah. I I just know they're expensive. I thought it was like close, like $800, because I just seen key fobs go expensive. And, you know, customers come to my dad, like, well, we lost a key fob. Can you fix it? And my dad's like, dude, those are expensive. Like, I I can't get you a discount.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it was $360 to get a key fob made for my car and I'm, I'm crying and I'm like fighting with the insurance because apparently you can cover it under roadside assistance and you get it reimbursed. But yeah. So the next thing is my insurance says, well, the car is registered to, and I'm not going to give the name because I don't know this girl, but this girl, is that your wife? And I'm like, no, my wife's name is not that. So you don't own the car. I'm like, well, yeah, we own the car, but it's not under your name. Like, it's under my name. How am I insuring a car for the past two or three months? And it's not under my name. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm going to be real with you. Clear cover insurance sucks. I'm I'm having the absolute worst time with them. So I'm giving that shout out here. The uh, sweep the league uh, segment of kick to the nuts today goes to clear cover insurance it's it is absolutely horrendous man and i'm pretty sure they're never going to be one of our sponsors so i can definitely say that i've got other insurance people that are willing to sponsor but yeah clear cover is bad i had to mention that to you guys because i still can't believe that um that key fobs are that much I, is it just the old man in me that thinks that you know key like keys like maybe 60 70 80 bucks i mean I don't rock your dads in the industry. I mean, what what the hell? Y'all overpricing these damn things?
2: Nah, it's just it's just when you have like the those like electronic ones for the key fobs itself, but I mean, is you it's a push to start, I assume? correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, I uh yeah, that,
2: that's why
0: yeah, I was able to uh, I was able to jump out of the uh, the Mexican side of me and got the the push start. They convinced me to get push start. So,
2: no, and it's funny because, you know, when uh, those key files, my dad needs to fix. I go to a place on the south side and like they, you know, give me dis give us discounts. And it's probably like, give or take mm, like 80 bucks to fix. <laughs> and you couldn't depends. tell me this hey i didn't know man oh you saw my post i posted it on
0: social i didn't know you needed a key. Form. you stalk my
2: page big time i mean no nah, you stalk me man
0: you, you stalk all I, of us you're you're like ghost face from scream you stalk me so much
2: man <laughs> i see it's you funny. right now
1: it's funny you mentioned you know going to the south side or west side like growing up like if i needed a tire change i go to like when it was like, you know, pop up or <laughs> like, wall tires shops, oh, And like now heck, yeah. as an adult and for working full time, I go to like Costco for my tires. Like, who am I? Like, oh
2: my God. I'm going to go to the South side for my tires. My dad knows the people. And he just known me since I was a kid.
0: So <laughs> y'all are going to make fun of me because now the old man comes out. I, I go to discount. I mean, discount's like the old person's part.
1: Hey, do you remember the, the discount tire commercial with that old lady, like throws a tire in the window and she's yeah. like, yeah.
0: I remember that. Make me feel even older, Candice. that. So yeah, and she's right because I used to go to the tire shop. My tire be low or flat, and it's where you drive up. And y'all know. I mean, I'm sure y'all know. You walk, you go in. They they don't even have parking spaces. It's always it's always rocks because they can't afford the gravel. It's all rocks. And they had, they leave all their tools on the outside you're guaranteed to see two cars lifted for some reason they're never working on them it's the same two cars the past five years and there's always one nice car there and you're like damn like yes. how did they
2: get this one over here
0: there's always one nice car there and it's usually for sale because they got to sell it to pay the rent all the time you drive up you're like i have a flat tire and they look at you like okay and it's like god i forgot i i went took four years of spanish and central (laughs) catholic and i still don't remember one word so it's like tire flat fix help please (laughs) something you know i I would would
1: do like the in-between i'd be like
0: flat yanta? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And they say, Oh uh yanta, Yo, quiero, quiero cuatro cuatro yantas. No, 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 no. Just I just need fix. Patch, patch. Oh no, 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 no. Cuatro cuatro, cuatro. Oh, no. no, dude, like one, whoa, uno yanta. Like, no, 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 no. One fix, fix, fix. I spent, you know, 30 minutes trying to explain to the guy that it takes him what two minutes to fix. I mean, they have, they're the only place that I know that can take off a tire quicker than a NASCAR picker (laughs) and get it done quick. So it's funny you mentioned that because I had to go the other day to uh, take my, uh, my mom's car out there to get fixed. And I dealt with the same thing. The guy comes up and tries to sell me four tires. I'm like, dude, they're not even new. I'm sure. I mean, you can't have new tires here. I'm almost guaranteed. And all that stuff. But yeah, that's that's my car story. We got sweeper keep coming up. Before we do, let me remind everybody here. Uh, Sweep the League comes to you every single Monday night. The episodes drop later in the evening. Don't forget on Mondays. It's also the D Gervin Big Mo Show on Facebook. Shamaya on the beach radio go follow that's a lot of great music. Follow boys podcast stats and Shamaya always dropping the knowledge the sports knowledge to you guys. Last but not least, I am refocused radio. Dean Kane, Tamara Maori was also another guest. Yeah, sister, sister, back in the day. Shemai's getting a lot of, lot of great interviews. He's releasing them almost daily now. So go check out all the podcasts out there where podcasts are available. All right, sweeper, keep time. And Staz, I know you're ready, but I just want to make, we're, we're planning to do this and I'm going to have everybody out there listen. If you listen to the show, And we want you to just retweet this. We want you to retweet or not retweet, just tweet at us and put whatever you want. Mainly for Candace though. We got to see Candace on there because we're going to have a girls club come up. Candace is going to be hosting. She basically told stats behind the scenes and said, look, I'm the Patrick Mahomes of this crew. (laughs) I'm carrying this crew I need my starting spot. So we're going to give her the Girls Club. She's going to be hosting a sweep the league Girls Club edition here pretty soon on Monday nights. Rock and Myself will be kicked to the curb. We're going to be doing uh whatever we have to do on those Mondays because uh we're going to be kicked out and it's no boys allowed with the exception of stats probably because uh, yeah, he makes the things go around here for sure. So that's coming up pretty soon here. Hope everybody will enjoy that. We will announce the guests that are going to be on that show panel of women talking about sports and it's going to be such a great, great night. I cannot wait for it. Just like sweeper keeps. That's all right, man. Um, I'm, I'm curious what you have because lately these sweeper keeps have been, Literally making people cry from laughing so hard. So what do you got?
3: I got some interesting stuff. But first, a little bit of introductory work here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sweep or Keep segment here on Sweep the Leak Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Sweep or Keep. So what happens here is I'm going to present either a tweet, an opinion, or a quote from someone. And these guys over here are either going to sweep it, which means they don't like it. They're going to toss it in the trash or they're going to keep it, which means they love it. They're going to put it on their mantle to cherish forever. So let's begin. We have got a very interesting one here. Uh, I don't know if y'all have heard anything about the uh, Miami dolphins ping pong table story. (laughs) Have you heard about this?
0: Yes, I have.
3: Okay. So apparently last Wednesday, uh, Mike McDaniel was praising the team captains for removing the ping pong table in the locker room so they can better focus on the opponents. Well, some days later, um, Tyree Kill said that the reason the table was removed was because it was bent and they're ordering a new custom designed one. (laughs) (laughs) So with that being said, the Miami Dolphins ping pong table story, sweep or keep?
0: i oh god i'm gonna keep it i guess only because first off ping pong table why i don't know how that made such huge news ping pong table wise i mean (laughs) when i saw it i'll be honest when i saw it it was more like who gives a shit about ping pong tables (laughs) i mean who cares and i think they actually didn't break i think someone was just pissed off because didn't that happen after the loss I think if so. I'm not mistaken, I think so. So somebody got pissed off. And then the person that got pissed off, Tyreek Hill, went ahead and ordered a customized one because he felt bad, Tyreek Hill, for breaking the ping pong table. But again, I was more like, why the hell do we care about a ping pong? Why does ping pong table get this much coverage? I don't that part. I don't get that's that that's that to me that's mind-blowing i'm gonna keep it great that tyreek hill who we're not saying he's at fault but we know he's at fault is ordering a customized ping pong table i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna roll with that (laughs) for sure (laughs) Candice rock what are y'all doing you know
1: when you want a ping pong table you just want a new ping pong table and Seems like that's what they just wanted, you know, just it's kind of like those, uh, you know, just asking for a friend type of thing, but you're really asking for yourself. I think that's what that was.
0: But are we sure it's ping pong, Candice? You sure it wasn't beer pong?
1: (laughs) I mean, after after some loss, you know, a uh, beer pong table wouldn't wouldn't be a bad thing.
0: Are you good at beer pong?
1: I've never played beer pong.
0: You and I both. I've never played beer pong. (laughs)
2: I don't know if y'all never played. Well,
0: that,
1: do you, we that's don't. Young and thing, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, okay, wait a minute. Candace. You're young, Candace. Let's that's not, that's not go off the deep end. There.
1: I'm an elder millennial. <sighs> but you're still
0: <laughs> young. Like,
3: oh, that, that's a new term I have never heard before. An elder, uh, an mi- elder millennial. <laughs> <laughs> I am hashtagging that on the post. Elder <laughs> millennial. Wow. It's, oh, my
0: goodness. Okay, so, beer punk rocks obviously play beer punk stats. Have you played beer pong?
3: oh it's a lot of fun yeah
0: so i'm assuming y'all have yes sir so okay i don't know and again i swear i hate and this is the part where i've always told candace that y'all guys make fun of me what is the fucking rules of beer pong (laughs) i seriously don't know i know you're supposed to what get a ping pong ball in a cup is that what you drink They, they,
3: they change from table to table
0: There's not one game of ping beer pong. There's multiple.
3: Oh, there is, there is. But the rules, it's funny because every time I've played somehow there's a little rule that gets changed.
2: Yeah, there's always a little rule that's called house rule. There's always like some stupid little rule they always incorporate. Are we all drinkers
0: on this podcast, FYI? Yes. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Candace, what like, happened? hell yeah!
1: Come on, <laughs> mom, some drinking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what happens on sweep? The league stays and sweep stays the league. on sweep. The league, yeah. But you
1: know what's 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 messed up about about the beer pong thing is you know they have one like a Chuck of cheese, but it's like for kids.
2: <laughs> they <What>? do, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, I swear to God, they have one. It's either Chuck of cheese or Peter Pipers, but they definitely have. It's a little like they have the little cups and they're all lined up, and you throw the little ball in them. And I was
3: know, like, that's literally I've beer pong. That. Wow. Yeah. Is it like juice pong that. or something? No,
1: they're like empty, but it's just the idea. Yeah,
3: like, yeah, yeah. I know, I know.
0: <laughs> I sure as hell hope they were empty. and have beer in their Chuck
3: E. Cheese. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, Rudy, 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 they get the kids playing juice pong? <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus. I, I have noticed that. All right. Well, I guess not only do we have a bowling event, but we got a beer pong event coming. So with me and Candace okay, being see. rookies, I guess we got to pick one of these guys, Candace.
1: <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be at Chuck E. Cheese.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll do, whatever. we'll be kicked out. Chuck E. Cheese.
3: Oh my <laughs> that's gosh, true. that's great. Yeah, nah, now Peter Piper will let us fly with that.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, especially <laughs> feel, the one on military. It's it
1: it pretty rowdy. Have you seen those viral videos of those families getting drunk and uh, getting wild at Chuck E. Cheese?
0: You think we should Thanks. go to Peter Piper's and try playing beer pong? <laughs> the one on thirty-five on the military. <laughs>
1: I'm sure anything on thirty five will probably
0: be like. Damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to thirty five, man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't want to go to the Ojos Locos on thirty five in whatever oh, military. That'd be a fun after party. Come on, I I don't have enough Kevlar to go there at all. Like, there's no way I'm not leaving that place without bullet hole riddles all over my car. So no.
1: We need to have been- it sort of only in San Antonio of like things you only
0: see in San Antonio. Oh, God. That list... I don't think I would live long enough to get that list out. That's a long-ass list that we're talking about.
1: There. Fred's Fish Fry.
0: Yeah. Fred's... Fred's oh, Fred's Fish Fry. Yes. That is definitely one. Um, Murph's Burgers?
3: Oh, That's yeah. Good. Murph's is good, man.
0: Have you had Murph's?
3: Murph's is good.
0: Okay, so, so I, I literally live across the street from Murph's. Oh,
3: my gosh, Rudy, that's got to be torture for you.
0: <laughs> yes, the the fat kid in me has left me and just said, I'm leaving you for dead because he's tired of me passing by Fred's fish. He's passed, He's tired of me passing by Murph's Burger Boy, the other one, you know, unofficial, unofficial sponsor of Sleep the League Burger Boy. All these. And that's how I don't understand. People are like, how do you live in San Antonio and you can't you don't eat what you what do you have there? I'm like, I don't know. I really don't. I I'm not like you guys. All you y'all guys can eat whatever you want and y'all are fine. Me on the other hand, I go, I eat one burger and I'm Chris Farley times two. (laughs) I mean, I just keep going and you know what? I, I triple the weight. So I, I gotta, I gotta be picky and choosy. What choose what I eat here, but enough Enough about the uh, that part. We'll get into We got more sweeper key. Brock, did you give an answer on the uh, ping pong or you would just move on?
2: Because now you're thinking about beer pong, I'm sure. <laughs> no, we can just move on, but I mean, I just, I'll keep it. All right, stats. all right.
3: There you go. You heard it. You heard it. All right, we got one more. This one's from the truth himself, Paul Pierce. He says, and this is short, sweet, and to the point LeBron isn't a top five player. Ever sweep, sweep, or keep?
0: Do you think he meant ever?
3: Maybe I'll have to go ahead and double check that. But what do you think in general? Like, let's say in the NBA right now,
0: in the NBA right now, I'm going to keep that because I have Giannis, Jokic, Luka, Ooh, Embiid. And Kawhi as probably the top five right now. Maybe even Kevin Durant. Now, all time, you bet your fucking ass LeBron is not top five. No way, all time. I don't really care what anybody says. I, <sighs> The guy is the most dominant force of his time. I will give him that. But all time, when you got guys like... Wilt, Russell, Jabbar, Jordan. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Duncan. I mean, you you can't give me top five for LeBron all day. No, 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 no. That I, I totally agree with Pierce and I don't even like Paul Pierce. I've, I've had the urges to go take a dump during a basketball game and not even I faked the knee injury to do that. I, I toughed it out like the old central Catholic button that I was and I waited till I got done. So I don't like Paul Pierce, but I will agree with him on this. The only thing I do, I do think I agree with Paul Pierce. i not agree with him, but I have had those nights where those porker parties got a little wild. But other than that, you know, I agree with Paul Pierce. LeBron is not top five.
3: Right. right. So even like uh, all time as well. Right. And even, even in all the, time. even, even, I, okay.
0: I will gladly say all time. LeBron is not top five. I, I, I don't have him in there.
2: Ooh, this is hard. I mean, it's always, it's always going to be real subjective of who's your top five necessarily. I I'm going to, sweep it partially because i mean i could see the case for lebronian put five all time but right now he's not top five all time i mean right now he's not top five because his age is there but it's just always going to be a debate of how you view and categorize you know top players nba all time you know whether it be championship scoring team leader this and that or finals record it's just always going to be an argument and debate over it but i guess I'm semi-sweeping it just because LeBron is arguably up there with as... Okay, My, Michael's better, in a sense, the GOAT, but, you know, LeBron's a hell of a player, despite his finals record, and he's a better all-around player, in a sense, to me. But Michael's a better scorer and defensive Menace, but it's just real subjective on how you view the GOAT, or just top five.
0: But you don't even have to really view the GOAT to consider him top five.
2: Mm, I mean... Kind of, in a sense, I mean, who's the best player all time to you? For me? Mm-hmm. I have
0: always said Michael Jordan is the best player of all time, but I can make a super good case for Jabbar. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you could make a case, a small case, very small case for guys like Bill Russell. I mean, there's cases like that you can make a case for, but all-time I mean Jordan for me is the all-time great for accomplishments and I mean having a perfect finals record the guy the guy just re he revolutionized the game of basketball in some senses I mean he was just dominant from start to finish LeBron has had I mean if you gave Jordan two other top 75 or top 50 players in the game, is he not making the playoffs? LeBron had two. He is. LeBron missed the playoffs with two top 75 guys. Yeah. I agree. So again, why, why does LeBron get all this love? I mean, yes, he's dominant. Yes. He's this. Yes. He's that. Yes. We're going to shove him down your throat because we, we have to sell tickets and we have to market the NBA and LeBron's that guy. There's so many more players that are more marketable than LeBron James. But to me, LeBron James is just not that guy. He's not top five for me all time. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little mind dozer at the end of this, but I'm going to let Candace answer this one now. But for me, I, it's just not top five. And I get what you're saying, Rock. I really do. You can't make a case for him. But it just for me, it's hard to make that case for LeBron. Top five this year, top five all time.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to kind of agree um, with you, Rudy. I'm just, um, I, I'm personally not a LeBron fan. Um, not that I have anything against him. I just feel like his his time is coming to an end. Um, and I just, I'm, I love Steph Curry. Um, I think he's more of a top five. Um, that's just my two cents. Mm-hmm. But I just yeah i think from lebron i think we just his time is his time is running out and you know his age also plays a factor um you know for granted tim duncan was you know old in his age but he was still great and i just don't see that same that same um force from lebron
0: no we really don't i mean lebron's gone downhill i mean stats do you feel like lebron's gone lost a step a lot
3: yeah, I think he's he slowed down a bit uh, for sure. I mean, just his durability, you know, with his injuries and such. But yeah. he can still play, man. He can still uh, he hit some nice little uh, fadeaways the other night. Look good.
0: So, before we go, I want to drop this on you guys here, and I Derek, who's obviously on the show, um, every now and then he's with us here. He's always pointed out to me, and I've always. I've always really looked into it and I really looked deeply into the stats and I've looked at everything. Would it mind boggle you people to know that George Gervin is, I think, the one of probably he's number two in scoring overall, not scoring point wise, but efficiency. Him and Mike are one and two, but. If you were to ask, like, true, true NBA guys, they would rank George ahead of Mike. And that kind of was mind-scratching to me. I talked to a former NBA player, and the sentiment was the same, the same as Derek was telling me. Like, go back and look at the uh, highlights. For George, the guy would shoot, like, 15 shots and get 30 points. 16 shots and get 30 points. Efficiency was the key to George, to where Mike, you know, had to get up his 20, 23. But when you talk about all-time scores, George Gervin is the probably the most efficient, but probably the greatest scorer in NBA history. Who didn't? I don't. It's hard for me to word it, but. The way he worded it was if George was like Mike and was selfish, George would have averaged well over 40, 45 a game for almost his entire career. And that's on stats. The numbers don't lie. So if you were to look at the total stats of it, can you imagine, you know, not only a former Spur, but George Irvin, a player like that, averaging close to 44 a game for his entire career year in and year out in the forties that does that change your mind as to who the greatest of all time would be considering George never won titles, but that opens up that conversation. You know, if George wasn't selfish, I mean, if George was selfish, look at the scoring he would have been able to do. That's crazy to me. Rock, you got something?
2: Oh, yeah. No, I was just going to add on. You know, that is crazy, but I, I just, uh, it kind of just goes on to what we're all talking about. It's just so hard, you know, what everyone categorizes as the GOAT. And that, and that's, it's always like that in all sports. So, you know, Candace has Steph Curry up there. You know, you you don't have LeBron up there. I have LeBron up there. Stats may not have LeBron up there. It's just really who's your GOAT. And it's going to change from every generation. But yeah. I mean, a lot of people see it as LeBron because of recency bias. You know, these people, that Steve LeBron necessarily didn't grow up watching Jordan in his prime. And you only see it on TV, you know, it it's like when you're watching it live. And I think, you know, to, to switch kind of sports really quickly before we go, um, when we're talking about Mahomes and Allen, Tony, do gave give a good point that this is this generation's Brady and Manning? Those Patriots Broncos days uh, or Colts days, excuse me. And when he was with the Broncos, but it's like going from generation, it's something I've always looked at. It's beautiful to see because the next generation is going to have their own athletes and their goat. So it's just awesome to see, you know, and I'm sure all y'all can relate because y'all seen, you know, the best player from each generation to generation. And it's just kind of cool to see.
0: Yeah, it is. And we're going to end it right now because we're going to end it on a high note. Rock used the word beautiful, and I, I'm I'm going to end it on that right there because Rock never uses the word beautiful other than when he's looking in the mirror and talking to himself. <laughs> so for, for Rocky Garza, for stats, for the one and only, the true GOAT of Sweep the League, Candice Garcia. Derek Gervin, he had the uh, D. Irvin Big Mo Show tonight. They were talking to uh, Peter Vesey and Shamaya working on his music. So he'll be back with us next week. Until we sweep the league again next Monday, this is Sweep the League. Rudy composing you're signing off. See you guys later. Oh, yeah.